0: Welcome to the Soren Sports Podcast with your hosts Braden and Alan. Join us today as we talk about how different countries will develop different athletes and how that takes its toll on their countries and as well as the sports. And let's get started.
1: All right, thank you, Braden. Uh, well, the reason why uh, this topic has come up a lot, especially in recent years. It's a combination of the world we live in today, also how athletes and nations approach sports, and then also look at it from a cultural aspect. Um, And especially as both Brendan and I, we took a class called Cultural Paradigms, which we want to give a shout out to John Ivers who is the best teacher up at BYU Idaho learn a lot from him and a lot of the cultures that we talk about it basically comes down to two, two ways which number one comes from the individualism which us here in the United States is li- we live by and along with several other nations and collectivism which is basically everybody together which is a great example of that down in Mexico and along with other nations. And the more we we look at these nations and their sports, the better it is to understand does culture play a role in this? Does lifestyle play a role in this? And we'll break down several nations and also sports that have impacted that and how it has affected the athlete's mindset but also the mindset of a nation.
0: And I think that's going to be important as we discuss this cuz like every sport has different cultures within it. Um we always talk about a winning culture in a locker room and that's a subculture, but like what's I think what's important here that we need to remember is that no matter what country we're from, no matter where we're from, we're all unified in sports. We all have something unique with us that has to do with sports. And like like I was just saying, no matter where we're from, sports has a way of impacting us. I mean, when you first start when you remember first starting to follow sports, you're usually about 7, usually like, that's yeah. that's what I remember is when I first started taking interest and in remembering those teams, um, rem- picking out a favorite player, favorite team, and all these things. And, you know, it's the same in other countries too, so I think it's going to be interesting to look at how these different countries interact with that and the sports that they choose to follow within those countries and based on their different cultural makeups.
1: Yeah, totally agree with that, and and yeah, it always begins at a young age, like seven. Seven is a perfect age, really. Uh, I start following that around the same time, seven years old. Some cases even five, which it's pretty amazing. But hey, it just goes to show the early, the earlier people youth are exposed to sports, well, the better it is for the person or even or others to start exposing that and so probably the biggest sport that we can talk about as far as development is soccer soccer being a worldwide sports sport and it's universal And we're gonna try to highlight some of these nations how they've done this Num nope. so we're gonna start basically with germany and what makes them become efficient and mostly has to do with culture wise like you gotta like hey develop them in a certain way like you they gotta be proficient they gotta be developing each and every aspect it's kind of like you're going to get your phd that's a soccer in Germany is it's I, it's discipline it is about team and if you look at their teams, their German teams, you can't like when you think of Germany, you don't think of oh one guy, like the other nations that we'll talk about. But you think of it as a collective. You think of it as they are a team. They have pers- they do have personality, yes, but they come together as one, sacrifice their ego, and just do what they always did, except for this past World Cup, which they got out that if you look at the rest of the history of Germany when it comes to the World Cup, they've always finished no less than third place. And that just goes to show you how they have developed players and how you could say the inf- their history plays a huge role in into soccer in Germany.
0: Yeah, and I remember watching the 2018 World Cup, right? That was just two years ago. Um, I remember, you know, the team I was following, Sweden, they were in the same group as Germany. And every time, you know, there was a game on, whether Germany was playing it or not, everyone was talking about, you know, Germany, what they were going to do in the Cup, how they would react. And I mean part of it was they had just won the cup the the world cup before so like you're always going to talk about the champion yeah. when they're getting into a defending title role um but like even then like they have such a rich history of success within that that club that team that it makes it harder for other teams that might not have that much of a successful history within the sport to compete it's it's mind-boggling that you know Germany di- didn't make it out of the group stages last cup. I mean, you know, they came out and they they came out swinging, and they hit home runs almost every time. Mm-hmm. But you know, South Korea in that final match they had nothing to play for, yet they ousted Germany. They beat them, sending Mexico on, and getting rid and killing Germany's dreams.
1: Yeah, and. It's a shocker, yes, that it happened, and and even it's kind of like if you if there's for those that don't don't know like who like how's Germany like well if you want to make it more into a U.S. sense look at it as if they are the New England Patriots for the past twenty years the Patriots have dominated the NFL either making the soup either being in the Super Bowl winning it or at least making conference championship game that's how they were they they thought they were so methodical in their players and and if they had cut a cut of star so be it there was there was no public outcry on it there was some yes but because of how they did things you barely saw a public outcry when it comes to that eventually it caught up to them but if the, you could compare it how Germany does it to the Patriots as far if you want U.S. sense that's probably the best example that I could think of, and many analysts, especially that watch soccer, could say the same thing. Well, and we could also compare
0: it to the New York Yankees of the late '90s, early '2000s. They were in almost every World Series on every other year. Those Yankees teams. They didn't win them all, Mm -hmm. but they were either in, you know, the AO Championship Series or the World Series every year. And so, like, it's the same with Germany. They're in those, you know, final rounds of the FIFA World Cup every time, except for last year. And you can say cup hangover. You can say all these things. And I'm sure we'll talk about it again once France comes back to the World Cup and it's defending their title in 2022 if we get – you know that a chance where COVID's not impacting sports then, because we don't know how mm-hmm. this thing will impact sports in the future. But like, just it's important to remember that when you got something as important as a successful history that you followed up with more success, because mm-hmm. the minute you don't succeed, everyone's gonna start doubting you. Like now that Tom Brady's left that Patriots team, everyone's going to starting to doubt whether or not they'll succeed. Yeah, they got their head coach still, but everyone's now doubting whether or not the New England Patriots can still do things. So it's going to be interesting to see. So like, it's the same with Germany. Because they didn't make it out of group stages, they're now going to have a chip on their shoulder and play harder. Mm-hmm. But would it matter? We don't know yet. We have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, and that's true. But at least with Germany, they're still going to do the same thing, um, obviously with the talent that they have it's like they can basically compete forever and as long as they have the infrastructure set then they'll be fine then they'll kill it but it's all about the infrastructure they have and that's why Germany are who they are now another country and I wish we could talk about the rest when it comes to soccer but one country we want to talk about in particular it's a country down in South America and this country has the most World Cup wins and plays a style that evolves artistry, evolves beauty involves a lot of personality and stars and that my friends we're talking about Brazil and mostly you think of Brazil you're, mostly you think Pelé You think of Ronaldinho, Neymar today. And you think about their style of play, which is beauty. Or in Portugal, and I mean in Portuguese, you call el jogo bonito, meaning the beautiful game. How it's played. It's all about flow. It's all about winning with style. Not with results, like how the Germans approach it, but winning it in style. And, And if you look why, you look at the beautiful beaches that they have, you look at the lifestyle that they have. Most of the most of these players growing up in in the favelas, which is basically the poor neighborhoods, and then you act to the fact where they have capoeira, which is the martial arts artistry, but with music. And every time you see the crowd playing the drums and everything, it just goes to show the the pace gets faster the game goes more artistic than ever, and it shows it right right with the team.
0: And I think you know it would have been super interesting had South Korea not beaten Germany to see these two different styles of play in the last World Cup in twenty eighteen. I mean, Germany all about efficiency, all about wearing you down, so that when you're tired, you're you start to slip. You're in like. You're gone. Mm-hmm. The And, like, that's kind of what, referring back to, like, a previous episode, that's kind of what the U.S. did in the 1980 Olympics. They they were efficient and wore the Soviets down until the final push. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, as we were talking about Brazil, where, like, the Soviets in the sense that they attack you, attack you, attack you until and put you on the defensive. And so it would have been super interesting to see what an, a really offensive team would do with not necessarily a full of, full-on offensive team and neither a full-on defensive team but an efficient team. And just to see how that matchup would have played out and mm-hmm. everybody was waiting for that matchup.
1: Alright, good with that. That could have been a heck of a matchup. And also, it would have been a matchup that you would have seen everybody back, especially... From what happened. In 2014 where. To be honest that was. I was on my mission when this happened. But when I was told of it. And I later saw the replay of it. I was like. What is going on with Brazil. And. And now as we see some of their downfall. They still have a lot of players. They still have a lot of talent. Coming out of it. Just because. The history they have behind them. And everything. But. Now. You look at Brazil, like if you were to tell me, if you if you were to tell me, okay, this is the United States, we're facing Brazil, we're facing them, say, like we're 2020, we're facing them 25 years ago. Oh, Brazil, oh my goodness. Like, you would have been afraid. And you would have seen that that those players coming out and we're gonna get outscored 5-0. Now you look at Brazil yeah it's still Brazil but now you want to be like okay we got Brazil they're not easy but however they can be beaten and what is the reason for that you can guess maybe how how now Brazil is trying to adapt to the European model which is efficiency like you mentioned the German side or or is it still maybe the politics that has been going on in Brazil there's other factors but one thing is for sure when it comes to facing brazil it's like now okay we can beat them and and they've been in games where i've been amazed at what happened to brazil why did they lose do they have that magic that we saw in the years of pelé in the mid 90s or even in the in the world cup of 2002 in south korea was Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Rivaldo, will that come back? Who knows? There'll be other factors. Does culture play in it? Yes. I think how culture is in Brazil can play a huge role into how not just Brazil moves on, but I think in any other nation how they can make a deep run into the World Cup.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I think you know one thing that is important because we talked about these terms individualism and collectivism but i think it's important for people to understand what they mean right so like a country that practices individualism or has a lot of individualistic like tendencies such as the u.s it's more about the individual that you know for example it's all about me 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 what i can do what how i can better but just how can I express myself better right versus collectivism which is it's all about a group it's all about mm-hmm. the team and so when you have two cultures of, of collectivism such as you know Germany and such as Brazil you're going to have these great team dynamics because they're all about progressing the group and not mm-hmm. necessarily about the individuals Whereas you have a team such as the United States it's harder to build a team dynamic because we don't have that collectivist type feel and -hmm. that shows especially when we we play soccer where you need to have that team dynamic or when we play hockey or all these things because these these soccer and hockey they are not individual sports they are team sports they're collectivist sports it's all about the group and not the individual whereas baseball to an extent football basketball especially Mm -hmm. but you know those sports it can be more about an individual than a team and so that's why these sports thrive in the states compared to soccer where it's not all about the individual it's all about the team and how you can play as a team and the teams we see that do well in the cup are the teams that do well with that that can be all about the group and not about themselves
1: Mm -hmm. could you say the same thing with Croatia, which they made obviously, you know about Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. and and correct me if I'm wrong, they they might they are probably either the third team, the third e- team from Eastern Europe to make the final of the World Cup, but could you say the same thing as as like can a team like Croatia, for instance, make a run like that because how collectivistic they are and and can they, and especially an Eastern European team make a run like
0: that? It, it's definitely not out of the question. The thing about countries that are of the former Soviet Union bloc, those countries that, you know, like Russia, Ukraine, uh, Croatia, uh, Serbia, these countries, they have collectivist tendencies when we look at them, right? Mm-hmm. But they also have individualist tendencies. So it's a, it's a good mix depending on what generation they're in a lot of the older generations will be more collectivistic because of the times that they went through yeah. soviet union life is not easy okay yeah. they had tons of struggles mm-hmm. and they had tons of things to go through that made them more okay let's focus on a group let's live as a group let's you know because life in russia and croatia these places it was not easy and it's still not mm-hmm. easy to a certain extent but now it's starting to get a little easier and so we might see teams do super well but we also, my team, start to struggle because yeah. it depends on how these teams go, and you know, I'm not an expert in this by any means. You know, I do study Russian, I try, yeah. and I study that culture, and so I start, off by an extent, I try to study those Eastern European cultures as yeah. well. But yeah. I'm no expert in any means. Yeah, okay. This, this is just kind of what I've seen and opinions from me, but you know, I just want to make that clear. So, like, we could see another team from. Eastern Europe do well. I mean, let's look at this last World Cup. Russia, everyone thought it was a joke. Russia was in there. Yeah. Everybody. Well, they're the host. Well, we know they're going to be in because they're the host country. Yeah. But if they weren't the host country, they wouldn't have been in. Oh, yeah. And so everybody knew that. So everyone was surprised when they made it to, what was it, the round of eight?
1: Quarterfinals, yeah. Yeah.
0: Croatia beat them out, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we we're starting to see that a whole lot more. Because these Eastern European countries, they're trying to build a good team dynamic and they're all about the country. And it's just like we were talking about with the U.S. and Lake Placid, right? Yeah. It's all about the country. They have that to represent and they're proud of their countries and their histories. And, you know, we look at the U.S., we don't have a long history. And so maybe that's why we struggle in a lot of these. Well, except for like the individual individual sports in the Olympics, but like when we talk about team sports, we struggle a lot more because we don't have that stronger history to be proud of. Russia is a very proud nation, Croatia a very proud nation. And so when they go out there they want to show people just how proud they are and why they are yeah. who they are. And we saw that in the last World Cup. And Croatia gave France a run for their money by playing their own game. Yeah. And I think that was the coolest matchup to see. I was in Sweden at the time, and I loved it. It was fun to watch. Even though Sweden was no longer in it, Swedes still enjoyed it because it was something that was cool to see. Like, you don't get to see that very often. Like, Iceland also did really well in the last World Cup. No one thought they could have been in it, you know? So it's just like, when we see these countries that are more collectivistic, they tend to do a little bit better because... They, ha- they know how to be a team and work as a team a lot better than a country full of individualist type people like the United States could. And that's not to say the United States can never go and win a World Cup. The U.S. women's team has multiple times, but we can get into that another time and how that mm-hmm. works better. But, you know, when we're just looking at countries as a whole of both men and women, the U.S. is more individualistic by nature. Yeah. We're all about the individual. It's all about us and me. It's all about me, 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 mm-hmm. me, me, me
1: yeah.
0: and how we can improve ourselves. It's not about a group. It's not about a team. And so, when you find a team that works well together in the U.S., that is the team that's almost always the favorite to win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even you mentioned these nations. Like the more, the more they put into the how who they are, then the better. And then it even shows that. Even, like, like, if you look at the Eastern European nations, they're small nations, if you look at them, but they have a way of style, which, even though, yeah, you can live in a big nation, oh, it's great, no big deal, but in some big nations, you have some identity struggle. Okay, do we want to play this way? Do we want Do to play off- offense, defense? Should we play both? Should we counter? Like, it's a problem when it comes to having a big nation, but as far as, like, smaller nations, like, you mentioned, like, Croatia, the Eastern European nations, or even, like, a nation like Uruguay, which is small. There's, they, at least they have the identity to combat that and even beat some of those big teams. Like, we, we saw Russia beat Spain. I never thought Russia could beat Spain. Well, no one did. <laughs> yeah, not even, not even my cats thought that. Well, guess what? It happened. And you just deal with it and move on. Now, the, another nation, Actually, I'm gonna, we're going to take it a little bit different, nations that could have potential when it comes to sports, and obviously I want to talk about, we want to talk about India, India is a very interesting nation, uh, it's one of, if correct, it's in the top ten as far as the most populous nation, I think they are number, number two or three, I could be wrong, but they're estimated to take over to be the most populous over China in around a couple of years. But what amazes me with India is that the market there, as far as sports, is kind of like you're poking the bear. And it is a market that I believe that now with the NBA, they've had games in India. I think it, it can have an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to even develop talent. But there, there's questions about it, especially how in India, and this is a, from a documentary that, that I saw that we'll talk about in a bit, is that how, for instance, sports, it's not in their DNA. The only sport that there is is cricket and even if you're not if you don't play cricket or something it's like okay you go to school and then once you go then the after school it's more school it's all about the academic in India and but the potential is there as far as how to tap in to the market in India
0: and you know yeah cricket's big but they also love their soccer their football Oh yeah, they, uh-huh. they still love that they have you know and so they're, they're wanting to get more into that and, you know, we we we'll, we'll, we can go back to this in a second, but I was just looking at countries that were in the last World Cup, and so it'll be interesting to go into these countries one by one, or maybe just look take a couple of the groups and look at those countries individually and what they were doing. Yeah, we, we can do so that like now. It'll be interesting as we do that. So like, but going back to India, they want to improve as a country. They want to show the world, hey, we're here, we're proud of who we are. Let's let's put ourselves out there, and that's how a country starts to succeed. I think is the minute you say, "Hey, let's be proud of who we are," and put ourselves out there. You'll almost always succeed.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and one of the ways that India has been trying to get themselves involved was, for instance, the NBA, and this is a document that I saw on Netflix, which it's still it. It still should be on. I, I recommend it. It's called One in a Billion. It talks about this NBA, well, this basketball player by the name of Satnam Singh. He's from India. And and so the NBA want, wants to tap into the market and it's similar to how Yao Ming in China came to impact that in basketball. Once Yao Ming became big, and played and played for an NBA team and actually had a great career. Then China was like, "Hey, let, let's let's market, let's let us let us market let us let us make it popular." And obviously, there hasn't been another Yao Ming in China, but I think in the future there will be. And so back to to Satnam, like he was starting to grow, and he started to learn to play basketball at the age of fourteen. And at first, he did not know how to, he he did not know the fundamentals. Like, obviously, like, he was 14, and he was little by little learning them. And it was mostly due to the NBA, adding someone in India, and starting to develop that talent. And so once Saddam started to improve, he had an opportunity to go to Florida to the IMG Academy which was basically a sports school and play basketball there and little by little we saw him getting better but he never got to, he never got to play in college because of his English his English was it was good but not sufficient enough but it just goes to show you like as he's trying to make it in the pros I think last time I heard he was playing professional basketball in Canada I could be wrong now but how India potentially, they could find a guy like that and I see India in the future becoming more involved in sports and the more officials in India especially government officials see India sports being great for children and also as want to develop the best talent then it all comes down to money and that's where the investment will come in in India and and we've seen India do a lot of great job in many things and it's only going to get better especially when it comes to the sports world
0: oh yeah and like we look at so many of these things with India there's so many people there there's it's almost like an oil well Ready to be kept in. some similarities between cricket and baseball. Players, yeah. now we have Tanaka. Um, there's I can't think of others right now, except for Ohtani. Otani, Shohei Otani. It's yeah. so like we have these stars from Japan now. Like, let's get that for India, right? Like, yeah. Baseball's an easy sport to get over there because it's so similar to cricket, and so if baseball's smart, they'll try and do that too. Like they've already tried to go into England. That's great. Because baseball can be so international, and it is already with the Latin American countries. Oh, yeah. We can get it over to India because of their love of cricket, and be like, hey, this isn't cricket, but it's known to have some similarities. Oh, yeah. So, like, let's try and get Mm -hmm. it over there as well, and be like, hey, here's a similar game, why don't you try it out, and just see how it takes off.
1: Yeah, anyway, or even, like, you just saw it with the NBA in China with Yao Ming, I could see India doing that, like... Like I think the more India is invested, the better. And like I said, we always talk about India's doing great as far as like technol starting to be technologically sound, and also even how the people are. Like you, you see a lot of great smart people in India, and several of them, like if we both we both have met several Indian people that wow, amazing and. I'm like, if we can get more of that, especially in the sports world, India can, can take off and, and lead the way for, it, like, if Japan can do it just like in baseball, I think India can do it, like you said, in baseball or even basketball or, or any sport that, that comes in as long as it comes down to the investment from government officials in India and also from sports officials. India.
0: Well, not only that; it's also got to be interesting for these people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know that's why baseball makes sense to me as a big baseball guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about cricket, but I know a lot of people say baseball is like cricket, and so India's huge into cricket, and that's probably because of you know Great Britain's mult great empire that they had for yeah. the longest time, and so that influence of cricket probably comes from Great Britain, but like it's. I've heard it's similar to baseball, so we can get baseball over there, say, hey, this isn't cricket, but it's similar, let's give let give it a shot, and enjoy it, you know, let's, you know, we have a Chinese baseball league based in Taiwan, we have the KBO, the Korean baseball league, yeah. we have uh, the M, oh, what's it called, like the MPL MP- or something, like the Japanese league.
1: The Japanese pro league, then you got leagues in mexico Mm -hmm. the dominican republic venezuela like you can go on and on
0: oh yeah and so like you know let's get one in india it's similar to cricket from what i've been told Mm -hmm. so it wouldn't be too hard for people to make that switch
1: yeah
0: so you know let's let's let we we can try and market it over there get some players over there you know like we did with all these other countries you know a lot of these You know, take Korea, for example, their interest in baseball was because of the dealings with a lot of the American soldiers that they had that were over there for the Mm -hmm. longest time playing it, and Koreans were like, hey, what are you doing? They'd say, oh, we're playing baseball. So, like, I'm sure, you know, when it comes to basketball, like, American football, football, or, like, any of these other sports, right, that India's interacted with, it's been through people that have already enjoyed it in other countries and trying to spread that love, too. So, Mm -hmm. like it wouldn't be too out of the concept to try and get baseball over there as well. And yeah, you can argue oh like America's reaching out again and trying to put too much influence in the world. And yeah, you can argue that, but I think it's more of sports just have a way of unifying the world Absolutely, and making yeah. it come together.
1: Absolutely. And then plus for for any nation, you don't have to play the way the US plays. We've seen we've seen countless examples of like how yeah, they're playing Say, okay, basketball. They're playing basketball. However, how it's being played in Spain or how it's being played in Serbia or Argentina is different to how the U.S. plays it. Mm-hmm. So, like, some will say, oh, but you we're influencing. You could say that, but in reality, the playing style is completely different to how here in the United States is played.
0: Well, yeah, like, you know, hockey isn't originally a U.S. sport. I don't know where hockey comes from originally. I'd have to look into that. But the way the U.S. plays is completely different than, you know, Canada or uh, Russia or Sweden or Finland. It's way different than all these countries. And so it wouldn't surprise me if it came from, like, a northern country. But, like, and so it's so different than how these countries play and their style of play that it's made a lasting impact on the game just like what we were talking about with the soviet union and how their impact has made hockey so much what it is today
1: yeah absolutely and, and the more more the more how hockey or any other sport other sports become popular as like you mentioned more outreach more um more opportunities to grow and and in this world that we live in right now there's no better time than to do it and obviously covid like sometimes you you can't do anything about it but social media plays a huge role and the more social media plays a good role on that then the better it is for everyone
0: yeah and if we're looking at social media baseball stands no chance <laughs>
1: oh, I, the I major don't... league
0: baseball does not know how to use social media they're just barely starting to figure out and it's, what, 20 years too late?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I I was like, at first looking at like, why is it laughing when I said that on social media? But I get it with baseball. But, hey, like, for one, it's never too late. For one, it's never too late. And number two, that's why you go reach out to other leagues. Talk about, go talk to the NBA. Go talk to, uh... That the guys from La Liga in Spain, or talk to uh, anyone from the soccer world, or heck, even talk to ones from the UFC. How do you guys do your so- social media? And then right there, boom! You go out and promote it, and though you might say, "Oh, it's we're 20 min, 20 years late," but as far as the outreach goes, you are in time. You're catching the wave in time. go out and promote these sports in some of these nations Mm -hmm.
0: and nations need hope they need these things and that sports can bring right like okay what gives me a lot of hope is positivity the way i am who i am is Mm because i play baseball for so long Mm -hmm. baseball is a mental game above all else a lot of people say it's oh it's you know it's a kid's game anyone can play it which is true anyone can play it but to do well and play it for a long period of time it takes a strong mind and like it's so mental every sport has a mental element because you know you're going to get beaten down so many times then you know, unlike every other sport, baseball, especially, you get beaten down so much. Unless mm-hmm. of course you're maybe a pitcher, yeah. But even then, you get beaten down too because of how many hits you allow and all these things. So like, there's such a mental element to the, these sports that like, countries that need these things, the minute they start to see that, and the hope and the unity it brings to everybody within their country. You know, everything goes better. And like, India, they have all these things going for them. And yet, it seems sometimes they're so divided on so many issues when we look at them. Mm -hmm. And this is just coming from an outsider, but it seems to me that they're divided on so many things. But, sports has a way of unifying an entire country. It has a way of unifying an entire community. It has a way of unifying everybody no matter where you're from or background of where you come from
1: yeah absolutely I do agree with that and nations of the world have an opportunity to use sports but use it for good use it to influence younger generations here's a ball try it we're here we're going to help you and that will give families hope communities hope individual hope but also a hope to a nation that has been seeking for it for so many years Mm -hmm.
0: and you know we're in the midst of a global pandemic yeah we're talking about historical things but we're also talking about a modern thing right now with how different countries develop sports how COVID-19 impacts that is going to play a role like yeah it's great that you know we're trying to protect everybody we're trying to flatten the curve stay Mm -hmm. indoors socially distance it's great i'm all for these things because we gotta you know at first i was just like hey this is ridiculous what are we doing but i think the more i've thought about it the more i've researched it and the more i've realized hey you know i might be young i'm an athlete you know i'm healthy there's a lot of people and i don't have underlying conditions like many of my peers do but because i'm I'm lucky you know that's i can't help that and so i've had to think hard about you know there's people that are a bit older they have different things you know they have things that i don't have i might have to deal with eventually but not right now Mm -hmm. and so like it's not just about me it's about a group and i think that's what's so hard for a lot of americans right now to deal with this thing because we're such an individualistic country that we're not about a group and so to come into a group set and group mindset it's almost like we're trying to change a culture here and it's very difficult but going back to sports for a sec the way sports impacts everybody (coughs) is important too like in 2007 I remember I would think I was in 5th grade or in primary school so I was in 5th year Mm -hmm. and like I remember just being enamored with baseball for the first time in my entire life mm-hmm. because the team, the hometown team of the Colorado Rockies had made it to the World Series. Everybody was excited. We Colorado had never been mm-hmm. before, if they haven't been since, but well, that's another topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, but they'd never been before and that was exciting. And I remember, you know, as a kid, I'd sit down with my dad, and I'd ask him all these questions about baseball. Yeah. I'd grill him for what seemed to me like hours. or probably was <laughs> more like minutes. Yeah. But it seemed to me like it was hours of just, you know, hey, Dad, what's this mean? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's all these things? And, you know, I couldn't watch many of the games because, you know, it was during the school year. I had bedtime. You yeah. know, I was only a kid for crying out loud. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> you know like, so, like, I had these things going on, but I grew a love for the game. Yeah, and baseball is a regional sport more so than any other sport. But and so maybe that's part of why I got into baseball. But I know so many of the people that have gotten into other sports for similar reasons because a team in their area that is on their TV or people they know who support the team were excited because. Of that championship because Mm -hmm. they were in that championship game or series Mm -hmm. and so for and it was everybody in the state of Colorado no matter where we came from or who we were we were all excited for the Rockies and you know like when let's look at the last World Cup let's go back to where we were where we started yeah everybody in France was excited everybody in Croatia was excited you could see it on their faces in the game but you could also see it when they switched switch to different watch parties within those countries. Oh, yeah. Everybody was excited. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what sports can do for a country. It can bring everybody together. And that's what it can do for the world, too.
1: Yeah, it can. And, and no matter where you're from, no matter who you are, occupation, always remember, sports will always, always bring relief and will always be that, pl- that refuge that will allow everyone to unite that will allow everyone to to be happy for whatever how many hours it takes so that moments like this don't go away and moments like this can help anyone make want to make a change based on their circumstances and now blend the circumstances for how how life is
0: and there's so many inspiring stories of athletes who you know they came from nothing in a past Mm -hmm. life and now they have everything as a pro athlete so like there's tons of these sports stories because of sports right like but we can see more of them in the future with these different countries yeah like it's going to be exciting to see how these countries play get play a role as sports continue and in, inspire the next generation you know inspire the youth of today inspire the kids that will come Like and how sports reach out and influence these kids is going to be very important you know baseball i love it for everything it is but it doesn't reach out to the younger fan as well as it could it reaches out more to The older fans, the fans that already are in love with the game. It has a harder time of bringing fans in until something big happens. And, you know, for better or for worse, that's what happens with baseball. Whereas, you know, soccer, it's so worldwide. We can look at it and we can just see everybody knows who Cristiano Ronaldo is, who Lionel Messi is. You know, they know who Slatan Ibrahimovic is, they know who these guys are. Uh, except for maybe here in the US but like they know who these guys are everywhere else you know they mm-hmm. can go everywhere and they can have a they'll have crowds cheering for them they can go mm-hmm. everywhere anywhere and they probably have a restaurant bill paid for
1: <laughs> pretty much yeah, so, you can say the same, yeah and you could say the same thing for basketball mm-hmm. like oh yeah you, same thing boss and the UFC same thing
0: And I think that's what sports can do for everybody. It's like, you know, I remember as a kid, right? I remember going to the football pitch or the baseball diamond as a kid and just going, this is going to be a good day because I'm going to be playing. You know, and like, when you're a kid and you're playing a game of any kind, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, hockey, Mm -hmm. whether it's any sport or you're just playing as a kid, when you're just having fun yeah you know you're playing tag you're playing you know capture the flag you're playing yeah. different games you know as a kid that's the most fun you can ever have and like yeah. as an athlete pro athlete you're just still playing games you know you can play games for your life and get paid for it that's mm-hmm. every kid's yeah. dream <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know as a kid who doesn't dream you know, of being in the championship game with, you know, zero or like no time left on the clock or two outs and hit the winning home run or, you know, sinking the winning shot, making that final touchdown, kicking that final goal, sending winning the cup, right? Mm-hmm. Every kid has a sports dream like that. Some get a little bit out, some don't as they grow older and realize, you know, maybe that's not for them. And like the fact that I can sit here and talk about sports. And yeah. express my love for him, and have people understand that is exciting for me, and I enjoy it.
1: Yeah, and both both of us do enjoy it, and and want others to enjoy it as well. To talk about it, not just in a podcast, but also talk about it in real life. Talk about it with family, friends, acquaintances. That's what it does. And um, we will leave you on this note that, remember that sports will, as I said in the beginning, will be relief to, every, to those that care about it, but especially it will be to those young generation to look at sports, not as a, oh, like I don't know if I want to play sports, but look at it more as a, a lesson. What will sports teach me? And there's gonna be a lot of things that sports will, sports will teach that at times like depending your circumstance may not
0: I know especially for me that is the case you know had my life gone in a different direction had I made different choices as a kid I could be in a different spot right now I could be completely different I'm, I might not have met Alan I might not have had the life I have right now yeah. Um, because of some life decisions I could have made or you know, as a kid or all these things but a large part of who I am today is not only how I was raised but it was because of my love of sports mm-hmm. and sports has a way of influencing you and making you not only a better person but changes your outlook on life it gives you a sense of positivity it gives you a sense of hey, this is challenging how can I attack it? You know, what would I do if this was in a sport world type situation? How would I pl- do it if I was on the baseball diamond? How would yeah. I attack this problem? And the minute I start thinking about that, the minute I start to realize, hey, this isn't so hard anymore, and I have it, I'm a lot better at taking these ch- things and putting them into a way I can understand it. You know, everyone's different, and mm-hmm. we gotta be okay with that. Everyone's going to have different ways, and this is just how I deal with things, but like everyone's going to have a different way, but the way sports is and what it is, it has a way of taking all these people and making them unified and giving them one thing to rally behind, and I think that's going to be what keeps the world turning. That's going to be what, you know, allows us to come together, be at one, and just live it up, man. Yeah. So let's end here. Um, we're not sure what we'll be talking about next time, but you can bet we're going to be soaring through it and talking about sports and giving you maybe just anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes of reprieve from the the dark times that we're all going through right now. No, we're here with you. We we want to be there with you. We want to give you this reprieve. So you know. Keep going, keep trucking everybody, peace out. See ya.